Enneagram 9 The Harmonizer The Peacemaker Subtype Self-Preservation Appetite The Collector Transformation How does an oyster make pearls? Ever thought about that? Well, let me tell you how. A single grain of sand falls into an oyster shell. The oyster feels irritated and as a result secretes a substance that envelopes the grain and makes it all smooth and polished. Pretty impressive, right? But what does that have to do with anything, you might ask? You're going to have to listen to what I'm about to share and find out. Our story starts with a small creature, an unusual looking minotaur, smoking his pipe one morning just outside his home. Nothing out of the ordinary. If you don't know what a minotaur is, it's the stuff of legends and myths, a beautiful beast of Crete that had the body of a man and the head of a bull. Our guy went by the name of M. As I described his physical characteristics, I want you to close your eyes and imagine him smoking his pipe before you. M had curly brown hair and big hairy feet. He wasn't the tallest minotaur with a height of around four feet. And his walk was more of a stomp, really. He was always seen wearing brown pants, a waistcoat with brass buttons, and a dark green jacket that contrasted nicely with the colour of his eyes. In case you were wondering, he had dark black eyes. Now, unlike most creatures at that time, M was fond of the comforts of home and hearth. He loved stuffing his belly with good food. He couldn't part from his old tobacco pipe and would always wash his meals down with his extravagant collection of herbal teas. Since he preferred the safety of his well-furnished home over anything else, you never see M travelling. I guess you can say that M Minotaur lived in ancient Crete at an ancient time and led a very simple life, a life full of cozy domestic routines. Almost too predictable, if you ask me. It was nothing but smooth sailing for M up until this point when the unexpected happened. Cryer! What's Cryer? You may be thinking. Only about the most spellbinding, most cunning, most unwelcome enchantress that part of Crete had ever encountered. Why unwelcome? The wheels of your head turn with intrigue. Was she an evil witch with nothing but a black heart? Had she cursed Crete before? Did she come back with a vengeance? Did she have some sort of unfinished business with M? 
curious. You start entertaining all sorts of speculations in your head. Before diving deep into any one of those questions, listen closely to what I'm about to tell you. Cryer was no ordinary sorceress. You may find it hard to believe, but her existence had only one purpose, one purpose alone. And tonight, there's no stopping her. Before I tell you what she looked like, try to imagine Cryer in front of you. How would you picture her? Well, she had thin, bloodless lips and dead fish eyes that you simply could not ignore. Just below her pointy eyebrows, there was a row of blackened teeth that lay there like old tombstones. Her facial hair was tough as boar bristles. Her voice was always wheezy and cackling. You can see how everything about her appearance hinted at her cruelty. I mean, she definitely looked the part. And so with a black cloak on, you struggle to trace Cry's footsteps as she camouflages into the dark of the night. You see her move swiftly past those big trees taking those big, drastic steps across the forest as though nothing could stand in her way. You may have guessed she was headed towards Em's house. Just as our Minotaur poured gravy over his mashed potatoes, he heard his door knock, three loud knocks to be exact. As he opened the door with his pipe in one hand, you hear Cry's voice come out as a hiss. I know a great deal about you, Minotaur. Who are you? What do you want? said Minotaur in a squeaky voice. You could tell he was tense. Never mind who I am. My visit should be of greater concern. Em had no idea what the witch was talking about. He kept listening nevertheless if you want a better life leave this place and never look back there you see a puzzled look on M's face confused angry and very much disturbed it's up to you young minotaur were the witch's final words as she vanished into the night what kind of game was Cryer playing? What is this all about? M thought to himself. It took a while for our Minotaur to shake off Cryer's unpleasant request. He then went back to smoking his pipe, feeling better. Just when you're inclined to call the witch delusional, a violent hurricane destroyed the greater part of Crete blowing down M's house too. Don't worry, our Minotaur lives. At first sight, this seems like a cruel story, doesn't it? 
but hear me out. It will make sense to you shortly. You see, Crya was a necessary force of nature. She had the gift of transformation. She would recognize insecurities, or should I say, the growth potentials of any creature she chose to help and would then wreak havoc in their lives to help them transform. Remember the oyster and the grain of sand at the beginning of our story? The grain was an irritant to our oyster. It bothered the oyster. But it was that irritant that helped the oyster transform and make pearls. You see, all Cry wanted for M was to show him a world full of possibilities outside his safe haven. But M stuck to his predictable routine until transformation knocked at his doorstep, or should I say, knocked his house to the ground. You see, transformation oftentimes wears an ugly suit. Life, Mother Nature, the universe, whatever you want to call it. It's all about transformation and is the only thing permanent in this world as change. So my question to you is this. What will you do with the irritants in your life? Will you see them as disturbances and nothing more? Or will you view them as opportunities for growth and transformation? To quote the witch's final words, it's up to you. For more inspiration, go to www.evelyn.id.au. That's E V E L Y N.id.au.